Lord, sanctify us by your truth. Your word alone is the truth. Is there anybody in this sanctuary who did not know, who does not know what a palm tree looks like? How blessed we are by the wonderful weather here. We can see palm tree all year long without any special effort. And some of them has in your backyard or front yard. Therefore, everybody in this sanctuary can imagine what Palm Sunday is. When I was young, I could not understand the term Palm Sunday. Reason why? I never saw that. But when I became adult, I got a chance to see a palm tree from the warmest part of Korea. It's a little island. Now I'm living where there are palm trees. Well, year round, but I easily forgot how much it is blessing for me. I think I'm not the only one about it. We easily forgetting the blessings on your hands, on your life. We have been observing and worshiping Palm Sundays like every year, repeating again, again, again. But it reminds us Jesus' true love for us until Jesus calls our names. Until every nation kneels down in the throne of Jesus Christ. Until every tongue confess He's the Lord. When you enter this sanctuary today, what grasps your attention first? Beside handsome Pastor Joe, what grasps your attention first? Chipped pews, dark church decorations, or outdated projector screens. I deeply appreciate for your passion for the house of worship. Can you remember your first time worshiping in this sanctuary? Personally, 2003, end of December, I sat right over there. The moment when I entered to this sanctuary, those stained glass and three crosses grabs my eyes and heart. That cross reminding me that Jesus humbled himself, came to this world, and that he kept God's law perfectly for me. We call it his active obedience. And Jesus also died on the cross and freed me from my ransom by his death. We call it passive obedience. In addition, the three crosses reminds me of the conversation on the cross in the middle, Jesus Christ and left criminal, right criminal. I didn't know who did say it, but the, one of the guys say like this, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom, Jesus, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus asked us to come and follow me without the word, obedience. We cannot understand Jesus' way of salvation and his ministry. Please remember that Christ is our example. And Jesus himself obeyed fully, perfectly, the Father. 
from today. The Holy Week has started. Jesus entered Jerusalem to fully his ministry and save the world. Lots of people were watching this triumphal entry with shouting Hosanna, which means save. It became an exclamation of praises in the Psalms. And people were also waving palm tree branches. John 12, 13 says, They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus entered Jerusalem as the King of kings to take the cross. But not for man-made throne in this world. We celebrate today as Palm Sunday, the last weeks of Jesus' ministry. At the city of Jerusalem, it is called Holy Week. Uncountable people gather together to see Jesus' triumphant entry. Among those people, there were doctors, believers, followers, watchers, and enemies. Again, not many of them understand the message of the cross. Not many understand what Jesus is going to do as their Savior, as the Messiah. Even the Jews, who were looking forward to their Messiah a couple thousand years, they forgot their prophets prophesied about Jesus' crucifixion, which is the Lamb of God taking away the sin of the world. Today, we read the book of Luke. Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a cord tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say, the Lord needed it. Say, the Lord needed it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it, just as he had told them as they were untying the cord. Its owner asked them, why are you untying the cord? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus through their clocks on the cord and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their clocks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down to Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, Jesus replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. The book of Matthew and John caught Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. This Palm Sunday picture, same picture, triumphant, triumphant entry. Jesus needs a call to enter Jerusalem to fulfill a prophecy. Jesus is asking, go and then grab the call it's not an accident. It's planned for a long way, long time. And because Zechariah says, Rejoice greatly, daughter Zion. Shout, daughter Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you. Righteous and victorious. 
lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the fall of a donkey. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule will extend from sea to sea, from the river to the end of the earth. As for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will free your prisoners from the waterless pit. Our King Jesus Christ came to this earth lowly in a manger, humbly on a colt. Prophet Zechariah prophesied that the king will enter Jerusalem lowly riding on a colt, but righteously and victoriously. He will proclaim his peace to the nation. His rule will extend from sea to sea, from the river to the end of the earth. The blood of Jesus' covenant is with his freed people. Jesus' way of coming to this sinful world, his way of entering Jerusalem and the way to the cross are mysterious graces from the Lord to us. Jesus shed his blood of forgiveness. His grace was spread out from the fountain of blood, sea to sea, and from the river to the end of the earth. Jesus must go through this way humbly and lonely. No one else can work this way to the cross but Jesus. Remember, Jesus' true obedience for the Father's will is to forgive the sinners. Look at the obedience of those two disciples. Jesus sent ahead, and Jesus ordered them a little weird things. Go, and you will see the call and grab it. But two disciples did not make a question like this. Lord, do you ask me to steal somebody's cult? They didn't do that. Jesus already knew the owner of the cult will ask them, what are you doing? Jesus gave a clear but not easily acceptable answers to the disciple. The Lord needs it. Two disciples just obeyed as Jesus ordered. And then look at the obedience of the owner of the cult. He or she could could react like, what? With a deeply stunned. However, the owner of the cult did not do that. We didn't have many information about the owner, but they just obeyed about the requesting, saying, the Lord needed. And then also look at this heart of worship from these people who threw and then spread their clocks on the cult and the Lord, they did not spare their clocks in preparing the king of a king's way. And also here, their joyful shouting, praise to God in loud voices for all the miracles had they, have they, had they seen. They may expect more miracles on the day. However, our Jesus Christ did not use his divine power to fight with the enemies he endured and accepted all of the situations such as people's mocking, spitting, insulting, stripping, beating, and even his own disciples betraying and disownment. 
He just endured with true obedience for the Father and true love for us. That is why we call Palm Sunday as Bitter Sweet Day. The people welcome Jesus with joy in their heart and praise him with a loud voice. So many of the same voices which shouted Hosanna to the son of David. Just several days later, they shouted, crucify him, crucify him. I want to hear our joyful praising of God in loud voices for all the amazing love he has for us. We have set aside this time to remember both the joy and the pain of the day with the procession with the palms. Jesus' true love cannot be separated out piece by piece. From the creation to the cross, from the cross to the resurrection, from the resurrection to the ascension to the right hand of God, until he come again to judge the living and the dead. This is the whole and completed story of the love. There is only one way to salvation. Jesus Christ is the way, he's the truth, he's the life. Book of Zechariah chapter 13, verse 1 says, On that day a fountain will be opened to the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them from sin and impurity. On that day, at the hill of Calvary, Jesus shed his precious blood for us to cleanse us from our sins and impurities. And we got this grace and assurance at the baptism. This is a song I sang from my early childhood. When I saw the cleansing fountain open wide for all my sin, I heard the Spirit doing when he said, Without be clean. I will praise him, I will praise him, praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Give him glory, all ye people, for his blood can wash away each stain. Our salvation came from the cross, of the fountain of blood, to know what Jesus did on the cross and to believe why Jesus did that on the cross. Can you recall Luther's second article in the Apostles' Creed as we read it together? Jesus has redeemed me, a lost and condemned creature, purchased and won me from all sins, from death and from the power of the, from power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy, precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death. God's fulfilled and revealed love on the cross for the world is the gospel. The good news for the world. Jesus Christ was the stone the builders rejected that became the cornerstone. Over there, rejected means, repeat after me, fail to meet the test. Jesus was incarnated, humbled himself, took the cross, and paid our wages of the sin with his blood. Can you believe it? The king of kings. Jesus did not pass the test of simple human beings. 
Did Jesus did not measure up to their wants and expectations? Nowadays, people still want to have their own customized Jesus. It reminds me the day of when I made people's customized omelet at the restaurant as a chef. One of the orders says, no onion, but yes, bell pepper. Two egg white with one hole. No oil, no butter. Half cheddar and half jack. Add some mushrooms and no asparagus, but add jalapeno. <laughs> Sometimes their requests were so annoying at busy times. However, I had to make it as they wanted because they were the customers who paid my salary. They paid for that. Let me ask, how much do you pay for the cross? And if you can, how much will be enough to pay? Our righteous lives? Any religious practices? Listen what the word of God says in the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 24 to 26. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. How precious is Jesus' shedding of blood for us. God presented him. He did. He had left these sins. He did it. So we are justified and have faith in Jesus. We like to do the same things, yes? Our standard for Jesus is, you have to be on my side. Help me because my life is inconvenienced, miserable. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we are here today to shout out, Hosanna, Jesus, you are my Savior and my Lord. Let us humbly and joyfully give our lives and give back to the Lord to respond on the saying, the Lord needed. Our true obedience comes from true repentance, and true repentance comes from the Holy Spirit. That is why Jesus Christ prayed always. Are you ready to humbly obey the requesting? The Lord needs you. The Lord needs your time. The Lord needs your work. The Lord needs your faith. this holy season on this special day. Let us reject our own unfaithfulness and unfickleness. It really hurt us to admit that we too have turned on our Lord. One day we praise Him. In the next hour, even before we have changed out of our church clothes, this nice suit, we are cursing Him again. How our heart aches to see our own thin royalty. But our Lord Jesus, 
knowing our hypocrisy, our struggles, still made his way into that cruel city. He knew that within hours, the mood of the fickle crowd would change. But he did not live for himself. But he wept for those precious people who would turn on him. This is our Lord's love. Look at him and go through this for us. Look at your humble, kind who came here for you. So glorious, but so determined to be humbled. To reject his glorious place and throne with God. But he take our place in hell. I invite you all to our holy week. Lots of worship services. And then the devotion in your houses, in your living places, so that we can fully glorify our Savior's name in our forgiven lives. As St. Paul says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. The Holy Spirit may guide your steps in his will, and Jesus needs you to proclaim the message of the cross to the world. You are his herald. Please join the read, Book of Revelation. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. <laughs>